it necessary to be accountable? And is it actually that important? Yes, it is, especially in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter, and this is episode 18, Accountability. Let's talk about it. so glad that you're here with me. Again, I'm so, so honored that you tune into my podcast and want to learn and have things revealed to you. That is why I called the podcast Reveal. Well, today we are going to talk about or reveal uh, in, in a subject on accountability. I think this is really important. This is a topic that most people do not know about and or don't really want to know about. Everyone is called to be accountable in some way. All of us, none of us are are that free. Husbands and wives are accountable to be faithful to each other. Children are accountable to the obedience of to their parents. Employees are called to be accountable to their employer and students are supposed to be or called to be accountable to teachers. And the list just goes on and on and on. But why is it necessary to be accountable? Okay, I'm going to tell you why this is necessary. One of the reasons many people most likely, if they weren't accountable to someone, would live a lesser life. We wouldn't work hard because it just wouldn't matter as much. We would just live our lives sort of happenstance. We just wouldn't really would. We just really wouldn't work hard. Having this relationship with the Lord, having a personal relationship with God does not insulate you from needing accountability in your life. And you can deceive yourself because of the weaknesses of the flesh, and you can be deceived by the enemy. So every single person needs at least one person in their life who sort of calls you on the carpet. They don't pull any punches. They give it to you straight. They speak the truth in love. Now, here's where it gets wonky because when you sort of speak the truth in love to people, they, if love for them is um, really misconstrued or if love for them is painful, they don't receive what you're speaking to them as I'm speaking this in love. They see it as harsh criticism, pain, it's not about being accountable. Don't tell me what to do, et cetera, et cetera. But that is not true. But you literally need someone in your life to help you to stay accountable. You have to have that. So I want to give you a couple of verses, I think about six verses, six or eight verses about the importance of accountability. Okay, Ezekiel uh, 33.8 is a good verse. It says, when I say to the wicked, you wicked person, you will surely die and you do not speak out to dissuade them from their ways, that wicked person will die for their sin and I will hold you accountable for their blood. 
Now, God sent Jesus to die for us. He died for the sins of every single person, no matter what they have done. Doesn't matter what you think about it. He died for everyone. And he died for the masses. He died for all the people that will never hear the gospel because they were afraid or too timid to share it with them. But by doing so, we literally contribute to their fate of eternal death if because because we w- withheld truth from them. You cannot withhold the truth from people. The Lord will hold you accountable for sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with those who live around us or those who work you know with us every single day. So that's one good reason to be accountable. The second one uh, or the next one is we are accountable for every single word that we speak. Okay, Matthew 12, 36 through 37 says, but I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every empty or idle word they have spoken. One translation says every idle word. For by your words, you will be acquitted, and by your words, you will be condemned. So the words that you speak on a day-to-day basis that we hardly think about when we say them, God says, I'm going to hold you accountable for those words. Yet the Lord doesn't forget our meaningless words or the things we just sort of flippantly say. We will have to give an account for those also. So we know that we have to be slow to speak. As James in the book of James says, and ask the Lord to help us carefully consider how we speak and how we speak to those around us. It's not just what you say to other people, it's also what you say to yourself. Another verse is Romans 14 12. It says, So then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Now, are y'all seeing how important it is that accountability is a topic that needs to be talked about more in the church? We are going to give an account for just about every single thing. So this is, you know, we're going to give an account for how we lived our life. Our everyday decisions really matter. Nothing you do is private. Nothing you do is isolated. And we're going to, it matters what we do to God and to those that we live with at home, school, and at work. I try to really be aware of this with my sons. I try to be aware of what I say. And this is, this is, I don't always succeed at this because um, like right now, for example, I'm going through menopause and I feel like I'm two people, sometimes three, three people, three different emotional levels all in one, one day. So it's really difficult. My kids are looking at me like, mom, do you need help? Is something wrong? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, a whole bunch is wrong inside. It's, it's just the thing. And any of you women that are listening to me, you know what this is like. Um, but I still have to give an account. I have to go to my kids and say, oh, I'm sorry. Mom's crazy right now. It's just, you know, it's hot. The temperature's heating up. It's just whatever. Okay. But outside of that, we set the example of how believers, um, reflect Jesus when, when it's a good time and when it's a bad time. But our attitudes and actions speak louder than our words. And I would hope that my actions towards people speak louder than, you know, what I say, especially to my, my grown children. But we must live under the direction of the Holy Spirit. 
is my point. Being accountable to live a righteous life. We have to be you know, in very intentional about this. Another verse is um, Hebrews 13, 17. And this is under the topic as a leader. Leaders are accountable for those who serve under them. Okay. Now this, this, I like this verse because it says, have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Okay. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden for that would be of no benefit to you. See, we're not supposed to be underneath a leader and just be this, you know, the bad kid, the troublemaker person that, you know, the person that just keeps uh, stirring the pot. Um, we're, we're not supposed to make it hard for leaders. This is why a lot of leaders like leave ministry. I've been tempted to leave ministry because it's just hard to lead people. People can be so difficult. And, you know, I say this, there's a responsibility on everyone. There's a responsibility on leaders, but there's a responsibility on the follower. The follower is not supposed to be so difficult that the leader hates their job. They hate leading. They, they don't do it with any joy. See, it's not supposed to be this heavy burden where you've got pastors and leaders and people who want to commit suicide and leave ministry and quit. That's, that's not how God designed it. Every leader is going to give an account to God for those who followed them. But the leader must be sure that they've said and done the right thing as God has said. Leaders can't abuse their leadership. They can't abuse it. That's not right. So they can't, they can't do that, okay? That's not what they are supposed to do. Followers, on the other hand, will give an account on how well they demonstrated, you know, being patient, following, being submissive to those the Lord put over them. And you find these two clash a lot. They clash a lot, and they're not supposed to. And this is something that's not really talked about very much. Um, the next one is James 3.1. Not and this this goes with the topic. Teachers are accountable for their students. Okay, now this is anybody that teaches anything. I'm a teacher in the ministry, but I feel that I am very accountable to all of my women clients. I am accountable to them on a on a very high level of integrity that they know nothing about. Now the verse in James three one says, "Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that." We who teach will be judged more strictly. I know that I am judged first. I am first partaker of what I teach. I never, this is just a personal uh, sort of mantra I live by. It's probably the wrong word, but I never teach anything I haven't lived. If I haven't lived this out and I'm just, I don't just teach women or my clients or friends anything just to be teaching it. I literally, literally have lived it out first. Many lives are touched positive, negative by people who teach the word of God. Teachers have a gift. They are a gift from God to the body of Christ. And that gift enables them to take people into a deeper truth of, of the word and makes it easier for them to understand and apply it. That's what I love about teaching. So I really honor the gift of teaching. But this gift comes with a greater judgment so that people really need to consider teaching 
unless you're not called to it. Don't touch it. If you're not really called to teaching, don't touch this area, this gift, basically is what I'm saying, because there's a greater judgment that comes with it. Uh, another one is first Peter four, five unbelievers are accountable for rejecting the truth. Now you don't have to force people to believe anything, but this verse says, but they will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. So God, the Lord Jesus makes the truth known everywhere in every crevice on the earth, in every single place. The truth is known absolutely every single place place on this earth, the truth. And God makes it known. People only have to look at the sky, flowers, a butterfly, you know, a river, trees, a waterfall, and know that God exists. But because people's hearts are so hard and, and they, they don't, they don't want to receive truth, many will reject God. And then they just live their own life. They live their own way. They refuse to live by the Bible. They live by, well, this is just how I feel. This is just what I decided. This is just what seems to work. They live by their orphan heart. They live by their stronghold. They, they just refuse any truth and they reject truth. Now they will stand before God and give an account of rejecting Jesus. If they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting truth. You know, they, they will give an account for, for covenant. They will give an account for divorce. They will give an account for adultery. They will give an account for murder. They will give an account for, for, you know, judging people the wrong way. They will give an account for just in just every single thing that they decide I'm not going to walk the way this scripture says to walk. Okay. So even if a person is an unbeliever, doesn't mean that they're exempt from, oh, you know, being accountable to God. No, they can't say they didn't know because you can look at nature and know there is a God. Okay. The last verse I want to give you is um, accountability is necessary. It's in Jeremiah 17, nine, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond a cure who can understand it. Okay. Because of our ability to deceive ourselves, which we can, we're very, very easily slip into deception, into believing our own lie. And we have to be honest with ourselves. Like, come on, y'all. Just think about it. I have believed my own lie at times. We all have. And it gets us in a world of trouble. Because of this, we must remain accountable, not only to God, but to others in the body of Christ. You cannot live isolated and alone. You have to have accountability somewhere especially to those who are wise. Accountability is a gift from God. That's what I want people to understand. It's a gift from God. And if you have someone in your life that you're accountable to, you have no idea the gift that you have been given. Use their wisdom. Use that gift. Accountability helps you stay on the right path. It helps you live a spiritual life of success. It helps you not to fall in traps of the enemy. It is a wonderful, wonderful gift. So I want you to really, you know, take note of that. Think about who do I need in my life that I can be accountable to? Who can I ask? Who can I, you know, put in my space that can help me in this area of my life? 
It's just going to make your life better. It's kind of like if you're driving on the interstate and there's a car in your blind spot, you literally can't see it. I mean, it could be an entire huge car. It could be a truck. It could be a van. You don't see it in, in the blind spot. But if you have someone else who's in the car and you start easing over into the lane, they say, oh, hey, wait, wait, there's a car over here. They see what you can't see. That's what an accountability partner does for you. They see what you cannot see. But see, we, we live in this society. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I'm grown. I can do what I want. Blah, 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 blah. No. Accountability is a benefit. It's a gift. It's a gift. It is a gift to your life. So I want you to remember that as you listen, finish up this podcast, accountability is a gift to your life. All right. So that's what I wanted to share with y'all today. Uh, Just a little short lesson revealing accountability. If you have any questions, just contact me at stephaniemcarter.com and I will get back to you. You can also email me at stephaniecarter45 at aol.com and check out the show notes and sign up if you'd like to be a monthly supporter of my podcast. I am trying to get so much information out on my website and a new book that I'm working on and some PDFs on orphan thinking. There's just so much that I'm trying to create and do, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of money. So I just ask you for your support and your prayers, and I will talk to you later. Thank you.